Welcome to the Northbound Wealth Podcast. All opinions expressed by me, my co-hosts, or my guests are solely our own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Northbound Wealth Management. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and is not intended as personalized recommendations or fiduciary advice. It is not intended to provide and should not be relied upon for any investment, accounting, legal, and tax advice or as a solicitation to offer or buy any securities. Clients of Northbound Wealth Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast. Thank you for listening, Northbound Nation to the Weekly Market Insights Northbound Wealth Management Podcast. Sounds like a long title, really isn't, but uh, this is episode 53. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Concerns that the Fed may raise interest rates, soured investor sentiment, sending stocks lower in a holiday shortened trading week. Last week, the Dow Jones Industrial Average slipped 75 basis points while the S&P 500 declined 1.29%. The NASDAQ Composite Index dropped 1.93% for the week. The MSCI EFA index, which tracks developed overseas stock markets, lost 1.28%. So what does that mean for the Dow? The Dow closed at 34,576 last week. Year to date, that's up a mere 4.31%. The NASDAQ closed at 13,761. That's up 31.48%. That's giving back some of the gains of the year uh, last week. And it looks like it's kind of continued this week, uh, given that today is September 15th. Uh, MSCI EFA index closed at 2077. That's 6.85% up on the year. The S&P 500 closed at 4,457. That's up 16.10% for the year. The 10-year treasury note closed at 4.26%, uh, generally flat on the year, 38 basis points. Uh, we'll see where interest rates go uh, before year end. Who knows if we'll see a five handle on that or a 5% print or you know, 500 basis points, however you want to say. Um, Stocks resume their decline. So stocks were bedeviled by rising bond yields and higher oil prices last week with technology shares bearing the brunt of the decline. Hopes that the Fed may not find it necessary to raise interest rates were dented by economic data reflecting higher prices, rising labor costs and fewer than forecasts uh, initial jobless claims. The inflationary implications of higher oil prices also contributed to the growing sense that the Fed may implement additional rate hikes. While bond traders generally uh, still expect no rate hike in September, the likelihood of a 25 basis point rate hike or higher in November jumped to 43.3% by Friday morning from 35.4% a week ago. So oil prices have spiked, which is part of the commodity complex uh, that goes into all of our Uh, cost of goods and inputs. Uh, Last week, Saudi Arabia and Russia announced that they would extend their oil production cuts to the end of the year. Investors had expected these cuts to be uh, stretched to October, so the three-month extension surprised the markets. The announcement sent oil prices higher on supply shortage worries in the coming winter months with the West Texas Intermediate, which is WTI, oil price climbing to a 10-month high. Higher oil prices also sparked concerns that it would make the Fed's inflation fight more difficult, potentially forcing the Fed to hike rates above market expectations. So this week, key economic data that we're tracking, uh, and we took a look at already since it's kind of a little bit further into the week on Friday versus on Monday when I'm releasing this, the CPI report, jobless claims, 
producer price index or PPI numbers, retail sales numbers, and consumer sentiment, industrial production. And all of that economic data looks fairly good, actually. Uh, so notable companies reporting earnings this week, uh, Thursday was Adobe yesterday. They did pretty good. Um, but you're seeing the uh, technology complex sell off uh, this week, which I'll review early next week. Um, and our tax tip of the week is give back to your community by working as a tax volunteer. If you want to give back to your community and help people with low to moderate incomes, consider applying to volunteer with the Volunteer Income Tax Assistance or so-called VIDA or tax consulting for the elderly or the TCE programs. These programs offer tax-free help to senior citizens, persons with disabilities, and those who speak limited English to understand their tax situations. Here are some of the perks of being a VIDA or TCE volunteer. One, flexible hours. Generally, volunteers contribute three to five hours per week. Some sites are open all year, but most programs are available from January to April. Number two, convenience. Thousands of VIDA and TCE sites exist in neighborhoods across the country, so it's convenient to volunteer at a location close to you. Usually, these locations are in community centers, libraries, schools, and malls. Um, and number three, no experience needed. You don't have to be a tax pro to volunteer because all volunteers receive special training and can serve in various roles. This tip was adapted from irs.gov. On to the next segment. Domestic equity indexes haven't broken any key support yet. The S&P 500 index hugs the 50-day moving average, sits in the middle of the summertime trading range. So kind of range-bound choppiness going on. Um, the market's kind of battling over whether we're going to be bearish or bullish. Um, so, you know, who knows how the market's going to end up by the end of the year, we could get a break to the upside, um, which would be interesting, uh, for the start of next year. Or if we break to the downside, also interesting for the start of next year, we're kind of in no man's land right now. That's kind of what I want to call it. Um, so I don't know. Um, there's resistance around 4,600 on the S&P 500 and support near 4,300 on the S&P 500. A break below that, uh, that area uh, would kind of kick off the medium-term bear trend that I see in the equity markets. And then um, there's this debate out there about growth versus value. Um, obviously, NVIDIA has is a growth company and is completely taken everything by storm with its uh, AI capabilities or uh, what it looks like uh, forecasted in the future for them with AI implementation. And there are growth companies like that that are killing it. They're probably overbought. Well, I know they're overbought. Um, so uh, I don't know if paying a, you know, 40 whatever, 43 times sales multiple is appropriate. I don't think it is. It's like, crazy. Uh, but, um, you know, we're probably going to get some sort of sell-off in the name. And when it does happen, um, uh, a lot of people are going to be looking to try to get exposure to the name if they've missed it. Um, so there's going to be some levels of support in there. It's not just going to keep crashing down. So more like, uh, if you already own it, buy and hold, and then figure it out, um, track it and trade it later. All right. So, um, companies like Apple, Apple's release of products was, eh, it was okay. Um, but everybody uses them. So 
they're almost becoming more like a staple. Um, I'm wondering what's going to be their significant growth driver outside uh, the phones and the upticks on the uh, the upcycle stuff. Everybody up in their phones, but not everybody is. They make a good product. People are holding on to it, and uh, they don't necessarily. I don't necessarily have to go out and get a new phone right now. I can wait in a couple more years before I do so and pay you know thousands of dollars, you know thousand, a lot more money for the darn thing. Um, and so it's an interesting business that Apple's in and you, you can look at the chart and kind of see how it's trading, but it's a large, large percentage of, uh, cap weighted indexes out there. So we got to pay attention to it. Um, you know, we we're in this trading range in the S and P, um, who knows, let's see if the confluence level of 4,200, uh, we get a break below 4,300. So then we're going to probably test 4,200. If it breaks below that, we could, test 4,000 on the S&P. Um, that would be um, a compelling argument to go long at that point. Uh, the October 2022 bottom um, is a major level of support surrounding uh, the cluster around 3,500 on the S&P. And um, so, you know, I'm reading notes out there by a large, large investment banks. And they're saying that they suspect that, a, a you know, worst case scenario retest would be 3,500, which is that October low. That's wiping out quite a bit of uh, the market gains this year. So um, if that were the case, then, you know, rebalancing would be appropriate at, at a certain stage. Uh, maybe not right now, but maybe towards the end of the year, if we get a a rally. Um, right now, it remains to be seen the direction of the market. Um, to the upside, I mean, forty eight hundred. So thirty. If if the if the ultimate bottom would be thirty five hundred, then the top would be breaking out to new all time highs. In order to do that, in the S and P, your your uh, the index would have to get to forty eight hundred and change, and break out above that. So that means if we break out above that, you're likely going to be testing some 5,000 for the S&P 500, which isn't out of the uh, question. So since we're trading around that 4,400, 4,500, all the way up to 4,600 level, so not quite breaking out above that. So um, right now we're in a consolidation pattern and we'll keep tracking the technicals of the market to see uh, if we're going to break out of this channel that we're in. Um, but this, the next 16 weeks, which is what we've got to the end of the year is going to be very, very interesting, um, as a setup to, uh, 2024. Okay. Well, um, insight into that, um, asset allocation, make sure you're broadly diversified. Uh, if that is, uh, if that's your goals and objectives, this isn't specific investment advice, but, uh, make sure that you are, um, uh, paying attention to what the equity markets are doing right now, because in fixed income on the treasury side, uh, you're getting a, a handsome reward. So 5.5%, 5 to 5.5% on those short duration treasury notes. Um, and the big trade, big question of the day would be, when do you extend duration? And uh, that's very debatable right now. Do you extend duration now and try to pick up that lock in the the, the coupon payments? Uh, Given that we're at maybe peak interest rates, the Fed might right, hike another 25 basis points. They might pause. Uh, we'll see what happens. But looking out um, over the next several weeks, we're going to figure out um, several weeks, meaning maybe I shouldn't say several weeks. How about over the next 16 weeks, figuring out when to extend duration? Um, but it's 
ultimately it's based on your goals and objectives on when to do that. Um, in your specific portfolio strategy. So it's not like broad advice. Um, I'm going to talk more about technology and innovation on future uh, podcasts. I'm also going to talk about certain stocks and uh, stock analytics uh, and S&P analytics, major indices that most people track uh, for fun. So, all right, uh, on to the next segment coming right up. Hey, everybody. This is Brent Foster. Thanks for tuning in to Northbound Wealth Management's Weekly Market Insights. I just want to give a shout out to a couple of groups. I had two wonderful golf outings this week. The first was September 11th, uh, 9-11, and it was to benefit uh, Fair Warrior and Fight Club. Fight Club is a men's ministry, and uh, I've seen nothing but life change being involved in it, uh, not only in myself, but in others over the last uh, oh, since 2015. So, um, this will be my 10th round going through. This is round 18 and, uh, it's a 10 week round where you focus on mental, spiritual, relational, uh, physical requirements, uh, accountability and, uh, pointing men, uh, towards Jesus and, uh, focusing on leadership skills, leading in the family, uh, in the community. Uh, and so, uh, it's a ministry I'm close with and I really, Love uh, all the dudes and the brothers in that. It's awesome. So check it out, fc414.club. Uh, kickoff is tonight, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. There's no reason why you can't be there. So definitely sign up and register for that. All right. Another group I want to give a shout out to is the Noblesville Chamber of Commerce. Their golf outing was uh, at Purgatory on Thursday. That was yesterday. And uh, I just want to give a shout out to Tom Marquell for putting that on. Excellent job. A lot of golfers, a lot of vendors. I was out there all day uh, talking about Northbound Wealth Management as well as Indie Pod Lab and uh, so basically serving everybody Sun Kings. So for those of who you I met who are listening to this, uh, I look forward to talking with you more. And I just had a wonderful day. So well done, the city of Noblesville on that golf outing. All right. Um, also coming up, uh, I'll be um, back into the swing of things on the cadence, getting it uh, this podcast out on a weekly basis sometime around Mondays, Mondays to Tuesdays. Usually I won't be waiting this long to, uh, to get one out, but uh, have a great week. Like, subscribe, follow, you know, do the thing. You know, the thing that everybody asks you to do, do that. Uh, for Northbound Wealth Management and uh, would love and appreciate uh, more and more support and share it with your friends. Um, So until next time, I'll talk to you next week. Have a great weekend.